This is Podlight, a limited poetry of dust series, where for five weeks we will not only be hitting the reset button, but allowing the Lord to build us up anew from the ground up. Get ready to be refreshed, restored, and upgraded. Welcome to the Hard Reset. Ever since I started to take my walk with God seriously, from the moment I realized that there was a call of God upon my life, I became obsessed with wanting to be in the center of his will. Never did I want to take a step forward without being sure that it was God that had asked me to do so. Whatever move I make in career, in ministry, in creativity, with relationships, you name it. I wanted to be unequivocally sure that truly this is where the Lord would have me be. Is anybody else like that? Wanting so badly to walk in step with God that you are scared of making mistakes. I've always had this irrational fear that if I so much as make the wrong move, then my entire life would come crashing down. I was badly focusing on the path more than the one that would hold my hand and show the path to me, unveiling it to me with each step that I was willing to take with him. See, I'm a very deep thinker, always calculating different permutations and outcomes with every situation. So it was a burden to me to always second guess whatever leading I had to do something, especially if it didn't work out immediately. Because I had identified multiple paths, it was difficult to find and follow the right path, the one that God had prepared for me. In fact, it became even difficult to have hopes for myself because Proverbs 16 verse 9 was always ringing in my head. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Hence, it left me paralyzed in my decision-making, second-guessing every instruction every desire every yearning to do something i kept asking myself what if it's my flesh what if i want this because it's what everybody else wants what if this isn't what god wants for me yet what if i'm jumping the gun it left me feeling miserable left me feeling hopeless and that led to me feeling even more burdened and because i know the bible tells me that the yoke of my jesus is easy and the burden is light. I had to take it to God to know exactly what was going on. Why was I so scared to fail? Why did I want so badly not to make any mistakes? So I realized in the place of prayer that I was trying to lead myself by my own hand. Yeah, I may have been saying, God lead me. Let your spirit tell me where to go. But I was still relying on my own strength, believing in my own power, in my own wisdom, even if the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 that it is those who are led by the Spirit of God that are called the sons of God. Right then, right there, I had to abandon my need to know every single step, every single permutation, the way it would come to be at every phase all at once. I once heard DDK say this at a conference and it's remained with me for a long time. That if the Lord unfolded and revealed all his plans for us at once, our realities would fracture. 
our minds wouldn't be able to handle it. There's a reason why God is sovereign. And there's a reason why he says in Isaiah 30 verse 21, that your ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, whenever you turn to the right or to the left. The instructions will keep coming as long as you keep moving. I was having trouble knowing my path because I wanted to see the whole thing to know how far it would go. I didn't want to be patient or dare I say trusting enough to be content with just illumination one step at a time, one instruction at a time. Yes, in that moment, it would feel like breadcrumbs. It would feel like tiny droplets of what was meant to be a mighty ocean. But only God can unfold his plans and purposes so perfectly. All we need to do is go from moment to moment and obedience to obedience. It's kind of like following Google Maps, isn't it? When you're going to an unfamiliar place, you place confident trust in the navigation system despite the twists and turns, following direction after direction with the computerized voice keeping you company despite the uncertainties. Because you know that at the end of the day, you will arrive at whatever destination that you have imputed into it. So I needed to remember that even if I was led into the wilderness, I was still in the center of God's will. Even if it was unfamiliar and uncomfortable, even if the path wasn't something I had desired for myself, as long as there was a cloud in the day and a pillar of fire at night, that meant that he was with me. And if he was with me, I was in the right place doing the right thing. Recently, I've been trying to figure out the next step in several areas of my life. And because I treasured the will and instructions of God, I have been seeking and seeking to know what to do. But a part of me also had expectations that if God told me what to do, then he would say the reason why. However, I had a real, real huge reality check that God doesn't owe us any explanations for the roads he tells us to take. Like your GPS will not tell you why you're passing through a certain street God will often not tell you why you are going a certain way. Only he can see the big picture. Our understanding is limited. Our minds are not sophisticated enough to appreciate some things on this side of eternity. That's why it says in Proverbs 20 verse 24 that man's steps are ordered and ordained by the Lord. How then can a man fully understand his way? There's a machinery in man that helps him navigate and discern the will of God for his life per season. That machinery is the Holy Spirit. And you know the best part about this navigation system? It not only tells you where you need to go, it enables you to go there. There are times that you may have actually found the path that God would have you take. But the one thing you're lacking in is the supernatural equipping required and the boldness to carry out that assignment. Only God... Only his spirit can carry you to your next level and give you the wings that you need to soar. The road will not always be easy. The way will not always be pleasant. We must not make the same mistakes that the Israelites did in Jeremiah chapter 42 verse 43. When faced with the option to choose between returning to Egypt that was devoid of war and hunger and staying in their promised land that the Lord had prepared for them, 
despite a great and terrible army knocking at their gates they chose egypt beloved we must choose the way of the lord because sometimes the absence of trouble does not always mean that god's hand is not there and the presence of suffering doesn't mean that you have stepped into error discerning the path of god for your life can sometimes be a trap because you have no excuse to disobey as long as he has revealed the steps that he wants you to take you are obligated to obey not just because he is god or that he knows all things but because he is our abba and he truly has the best in store for us no matter what it is this same god that declares in isaiah chapter 42 verse 16 that i will lead the blind in a way that they do not know i will guide them in paths that they do not know i will make darkness into lights before them and rugged places into plains these things i will do for them and i will not leave them abandoned or undone he has promised that he will never leave us alone and that he will make every crooked path straight whether we might understand it or not whether we might see it or not god really is the wisdom before time began and only in him can we be certain that no matter what happens no matter how unlikely it might seem everything is working out for our good every delay every tear every disappointment every closed door every rejection every reroute every time that we had to pass the long way home which was different from what other people were passing every battle every altercation every storm every single thing is part of his plan god will always send his spirits before us to keep and guard us on the way and to bring us to the place that he has prepared your canaan is different from that of your brother sister or friends your path is peculiar to your purpose and it is only between you and god so dear believer you've got this You've been set apart for this next phase, specially gifted and prepared by the Spirit of God. And so it is my prayer that as you step out in faith, like it says in the Amplified Version of 1 John 2 verse 20, that this same Spirit teaches you, illuminates your mind, and guards you from error. It's been five weeks of upgrades, of receiving high-tech software, that will help us no matter the seasons of our lives. We've learned the principle of rest. We've re-emphasized the importance of the word of God. We've learned to pray without ceasing and to praise even in the midnight seasons. This upgrade is the ultimate. For the spirit of God is working in you to not only will, but to do. To not only discern, but to act accordingly. There's an inbuilt pathfinder within you. Hence, you have all you could ever need. You are led on level ground in every phase and at every stage. Not one of your steps will slip. Systems upgrade finally complete. Thank you so much for joining us over the course of this mini season. We sincerely hope that these episodes have helped you to prioritize what really matters most while navigating the path that has been set before you. Even though this was the last upgrade for the season, it is definitely not the last one in your Christian walk. We cannot wait to see you in the future. 
bigger, brighter, and better. There is still more to come. This is still poetry of dust, and we are still becoming God's masterpieces, day by day. So, until next time.